Well, okay, we're about to kick off an all-new issue of Geek in the City Radio, which comes to you free every single Tuesday. You can watch and stream us at YouTube. Just search up for Geek in the City. Facebook Live, of course, Geek in the City. But our preferred place is check us out over on twitch.tv forward slash geek in the city. You can watch us live. You can engage in the chat. We try to respond as often as possible when people are live with us in the chat because that just makes it a lot of fun. If you're not able to catch us live every Tuesday at 6.30 p.m. Pacific Time, well, the podcast goes up also free on Wednesdays, sometimes Thursdays, because, you know, life happens at times. As always, this show will always be free to you, the listener. All we ask is that you please share and give us five-star reviews on any of your podcast aggregate of choice or our Twitch channel, whatever is required. And, of course, please show our sponsors some love uh they're the ones that keep us going they have believed in us in a long time just like you have so with all of that out of the way here we go we're going to kick off an all-new issue of geek in the city radio is this how we're starting the year yes it is why hello and welcome to issue 719 of geek in the city radio i'm one of your hosts aron duran i'm one of your other hosts Spinarita. And I am your other, other host, Cable Hashitani. Happy 2024, suckers. Hi. <laughs> I don't know why I said it that way. I don't either. I don't know. It's fun. Uh, it's because I've set the mood. Like you now did. We're, now we're just getting ready to throw down. You started. You got us aggro. Sorry. Like, I should know better than to play devil's advocate about things that I don't actually have a vested interest or opinion in. <laughs> I just like to... like. I, I thought I left those days behind me, and I really should. Like, I, I don't, I don't need to do that. I don't, I don't need to be a human shit post. <laughs> <laughs> oh, someone asked, like, why am I blurry on Twitch? I don't know. I think it's Twitch's thing. Yeah. Also, I'm going to change me. the color on us here. Oh, because I look clean as a whistle everywhere. You are super blurry. That's I know. You're weird. super blurry to me. It's a. Tw- I think it's got to be a Twitch thing. It, it's no, not, not on Twitch. It's because you're power saving. Yep. That doesn't make sense. It does. Performance goes down when you put your machines into power saving mode. Oh. Things like video are like number one on that list. Okay, okay. Well, there, I've turned it off. I still don't look all that great, but that's fine. Give it a minute. Yep. It'll catch up. Yeah, you're starting to, it's starting to catch back up to you. What if I liked being blurry? What if I'm on the lamb? Uh, and still doing a show that you, anyone can trace me on. You, yeah. Not you're really bad at it. Then. Yeah, stop. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, I don't. Whatever. I don't mean to come back at you with like harsh criticisms, but you could be better at that. Yeah, that's fine. It'll be good. Um, I'm not gonna tell you my plans if I ever disappear. Anyway, I'm not telling you. I got secret plans. That is, that is the way you're supposed to do it. If you told us, like, only you know, the only way that two people can keep a secret is one of them is dead. That's true. Mm-hmm. I don't have any secret plans. It's fine. And if you tell me anything, you're fucking fucked, man. That's probably true. You got a big so, mouth. It's like what, what did Mark Hamill say? Because <laughs> he was the only one that was told about the I Am Your Father spoilers. Yep. And at the Empire premiere, like Harrison Ford's like, hey, kid, you never told me about that. Yep. And apparently Carrie Fisher got all mad, too. She's like, why didn't you tell me? And he's like, well, you know, telephone, tell a Carrie. He's like, if you want a message to get out, he's like, you just tell Carrie Fisher. <laughs> Telegraph, Damn. telephone, tell a Carrie. That's right. <laughs> um, yeah, because he was told by, uh, 
Who is uh, who is the producer on that? Uh, I don't remember. Well, probably Kathleen Kennedy. It wasn't Kathleen Kennedy. It was uh, before her. Oh, okay. It was another. It was another dude. It was a dude. Well, Kazan was the director. Maybe yes, it was Kazan. It was Kazan and Lucas. And Lucas both said, "Look, we're going to tell you this, and if it gets out, we know it's going to be you because I'm not telling anybody, and George isn't telling anybody. Yeah. <laughs> so because you get the, to know, and you have to keep it a secret. Because mm-hmm. I think in the script it's Obi Wan. Yes, killed your father. Yes, yeah. Obi Wan. Yeah, mm. yeah, or yeah." And and it was largely a closed set that right. day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or no, like it it, it didn't be matter because it's just those. It's just David Prowse and him, and then crew. Yep. And then the voiceover is gets done. So. Yeah. It's so weird watching Star Wars with just the David Prowse voice because it just doesn't fit. Where do you Where do you get that? You can find it online. Huh. Yeah. But not the whole movie, but like no, scenes Luke. And stuff. I am the yeah. old father. Yeah, it's very much like, no. <laughs> I find your lack of faith disturbing. Like, it's... Right, he's... But he's, I do feel bad because no one told him he was going to be dubbed until he was at the aw, fucking premiere. Poor guy. I know, wasn't he, like, not really known in the fandom for a long time? Not really. That's why he started signing everything as David Prowse is Darth Vader. <laughs> so, yeah. I've always known who David Prowse is. I always knew that David Prowse was... The physical performer for Darth Vader. Like, even when you were a kid? Yeah. Oh. I I always knew that. I found out later, but it wasn't, like, a thing. I couldn't tell you when I learned it, but I know it's a fact that came to me. You know, like, that a knowledge that I did not attain until much later. Yeah, I think it was something I always knew as a kid. Mm. Um, I knew that Darth Vader was two people. It was physically David Prowse, and the voice was James Earl Jones. I knew the voice was James Earl Jones, and I figured, I, I guess I must have known it was David Prowse for long, too, because I knew David, I knew that, J, uh, oh my God, James Earl Jones was not in the suit, mm-hmm. because he's not that big. Mm-hmm. I, I think the... Not not then. No. I think the thing that weirded me out the most was the fact that there was a person inside of R2-D2. Oh. Yes. <laughs> like, the, the fact that... And there like, still is, I think. Yeah. Like, I... I Kenny Baker is still alive, yeah? Mm-mm. No? Did he pass? No, Did... he died a couple years ago. Okay. Kenny Baker passed? Okay. But, like, it was weird to me as a kid. I'm like, how do... Wait, how do you... How does he do that? Like, does he just get even smaller and just sit inside this garbage can well, that gets wheeled but around R2's, all day? The pro- the, R2's big. True. Yeah. Fair. Um, it's, it's bigger around than like an aluminum trash can. Yeah. Sure. yeah. My, my favorite story about him, though, and I, I think it's actually finally been confirmed, even though Lucas would never like to talk about it, that apparently like Kenny Baker was just fucking miserable and he hated it because especially in the early days, it was hot and it was awful and it was uncomfortable. I'm sure it wasn't like... It was in the fucking desert. It, there wasn't yeah. like a lounge in there or even yeah, a no. chair. It's yeah, it just, wasn't... You know, you're just hunkering down. They apparently made R2 more comfortable as the series progressed. mm um, but apparently sense. during A New Hope and in parts of Empire, the best way they could just keep him calm is apparently they just gave him a fuck ton of porn magazines and he hotboxed the shit out of himself. So R2 is stoned in most of A New Hope. That's I mean, And reading nudie mags. That also fits with the character of R2-D2, yeah. who is a fucking murder bot. Right. It is. I mean, it shouldn't be funny. I but mean, every not time, like Chopper. No. 
nothing as a murder bot like Chopper. No. Right. I, I um, don't even really think of R2-D2 as a murder bot. That's right. I think of R2-D2 as a work criminal more than I think of him as a murder bot. Yes. Yes. Which was his? He never had his memory wiped. Sure. He colluded with the Empire. He knew everything. Told no one. He knew everything. Told no one. Well, there was probably some Jedi shenanigans that I told mean, him, so like, yeah, don't it, say anything. No, the, the Empire what would What Jedi? They all fucking died. Yeah, but I'm trying to think. Like, He was left on Mustafar. That was the last time he saw Anakin. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Well, yeah, but but he shows up on he shows up at the end of an, an episode 3. Yes, because he's taken off taken by Obi-Wan. Right. Um and then, you know, Padme dies. So, like he was Padme's first. Right. Yeah. He was part of the the royal Yeah. Yeah, he was part of the royal Astromex. Yeah. Um in her space Cadillac. Yeah. He was the only one that survived. <laughs> That's right. Because they all the other ones got killed. He managed to survive. And then he began killing battle droids whenever possible. Well, I mean, it's battle to droids. To the Empire, they would they would they would try him for war crimes. Crimes against the Empire. But what well no, I don't no care about if, that, but if the I almost said the the Confederates, but <laughs> I mean like close enough. Yeah. If the what were the separatists? If the separatists had won, then yes, they would have they would have um, had him dismantled as a war criminal. But I'm trying to figure out like what did like Obi Wan like clearly told him like speak of this to no one. You think? I think so. Yeah, because Yoda's like, hey, we got to go into hiding. Anyone who knows needs to shut up. They can trust R2 because R2 knows that snitches get stitches, but there's a reason why they wipe 3PO. But I mean, like 3PO has been wiped so many times. I believe that 3PO has had the droid equivalent of uh, Alzheimer's (laughs) or dementia. Dementia is a little more. Um, Like he was not right. Well, like, it's, he was also it's... Bit, built by a kid. He was far younger than <laughs> R2. Like That's I don't know true. how old R2 was supposed to be. I think it's pretty new. Newish, but like C3PO was built out of junk parts. Yeah. By a, a slave kid on Tatooine. <laughs> this is why How it, good could it be? This Yeah, like Look, we're going to be also, more organized in 2024, but did you think we weren't going to have these nerdy-ass conversations? Completely random, uh, non-sequitur conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what was 3PO's first directive as a as a bot? Well, it wasn't protocol droid, right? Like, why would it, why would a slave child make a protocol droid from scraps? Because he could. Because he could. Because he wanted a buddy. So that that was always he, his. He you know, wanted something that would, or maybe serve help, his help, mother, help his mom. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Was it Shmi? Shmi. 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 Which is a not really to be dumb confused name. with Sneed. It was Captain Hook's buddy. Yes, uh, Norm Chopper also never had a memory wipe. Yeah. Which is why he had PTSD. <laughs> yeah. Chopper's like, old by the time the Clone Wars start. He is, mm-hmm. but like he also, if he had gone through routine memory wipes he would not have been the murder bot that he was 
I mean, probably Who because knows? he might like it. Like, no, it's it's that's part of the that's part of the lore. Is it, they need to get their memories wiped because eventually they become like their hardware gets corrupted and they're basically maniacal. Yeah, and and they have that episode in I think it's third season of Rebels where they're like, this is why Chopper is the way he is. This is why he is so devoted to Hera. It is why he will murder anything in his path to protect the people that he cares about. Because he sat at the wreckage of a Y-Wing with his dead pilot Mm. for weeks. Why don't I remember that? I have since. Yeah, it was. Before Ahsoka came out, I watched all of Rebels beginning to end. Maybe I didn't start all the way over, but I did finish this time. They, and I still don't remember. They, they don't show a lot of it, but they do show the crash site and Chopper gets wigged out in that episode mm. and Hera has to explain. It's like, no, this is where I found Chopper. It's like, found? Yeah. Oh, yeah. fuck. How long had he been there? <laughs> don't know. Sometime during the Clone Wars. Like it was that old of a, it, it was the Clone Wars era Y-Wing bomber. Mm. That was cool looking back then. So too. like... Chopper is essentially the loyal dog, except unlike dogs, he didn't just die. <laughs> he just... Uh, that just, like, I always think of that episode of Futurama. Fuck. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Man, now Fuck. we're all Sorry. like, oh, sad stuff. <sighs> so don't mention the Narwhal arc either? No. I don't. Although, I don't know that, and I don't want to know. Don't. Oh, no. my, if, you think, talk, if you think the dog episode is rough, the Star Wars talk kind of reminded me. This picture surfaced like a couple weeks ago, and I'm sure it's an older one. But apparently, the the per the the well now man who played in Episode Three, Master Skywalker. There are too many of them. What are we going to do? <laughs> the kid. Uh huh. They go, and then Anakin like kills him. Oh, the young one. Yeah, the yes, one little yes. kid. Who so apparently, like, that actor found Anakin at a show. And so they took a bunch of pictures together. And Hayden's, like, making a face, like, oh, awkward. And the adult's <laughs> like, Master Skywalker. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, that was pretty great. Yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that uh, we're... We're at that point in the, the timeline of the Star Wars fandom that... We have all gone. Oh, we we did Aunt, we did Hayden Christensen dirty. It's like we, we did a lot of that back in the day. Like yeah, we the did. Kid who played um, Draco Malfoy mm-hmm. got a lot of shits. Uh, well, that's because he was so good that people just assumed he yeah. was Draco Malfoy. It's like I, stop it. Right, but it's the I same fucking that love hates. Tom Felton. Tom yeah. Felton is one of my favorite uh, Harry Potter actors out of that because he's just like yeah, fuck it. Um. I mean, I guess the Christian Haydenson thing is different uh, because it, it, it's not people hate the prequels, not just Anakin's character. The thing and, is, I never hated the prequels. It Even was, like back then, I'm like, uh, I was like, oh, episode one was disappointing, but it was, but I was still like, it's still new Star Wars. Why? I, you know, yeah. I, it was 1999, and I'm uh, like, I'm thanks, still Bex. The guy who played Joffrey in Game of Thrones. Yeah. Oh my god, people loved hating on him. And I, that wasn't even as long ago. I feel sorry for that kid. Mm. Like for the shit that Lena Headey got at conventions. Oh yeah. Um, is probably yeah. nothing compared to what that kid got. And I'm like he he does he's done. Yeah. Like he did Batman Begins and Game of I Thrones, and he's always done. forget he's in Batman Begins. Yeah, he's the kid that's on the roof. Mm-hmm. Huh. 
I always and Batman forget. gives him a gadget. Yeah, and everyone's like, that's going to be Robin. I'm like, okay, stop it. Quit looking for things that aren't real. Yeah. Stop. Fucking Christopher Nolan was never going to give us a Robin. Like, ever, ever, ever. Other than the weird, like, you should go by your real name, <laughs> Robin. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Yep. <laughs> uh, this is all true. So, yeah. It's a new year. We sound fantastic, which is great. Yes. Uh, which is super cool. I, I do it. like these new swing arms. They're I do really like nice. these new arms, too. They're great. Uh, I'm, I'm going to. I'm, act- I'm like, I'm jealous of your guys' swing arms. They look mm-hmm. really nice. Mine's not that nice. It's fine. It's no, I mean it's it's a perfectly cromulent swing arm. I was waiting for this. It's the first cromulent of twenty twenty four. Get your bingo cards out, assholes. <laughs> well, that's probably another one. Denise insults the audience. <laughs> you started it. I didn't call them assholes. You called them all suckers. Suckers. So now we have to create bingo cards. Geek in the city bingo cards. That's true. But then you have to make them different, right? Otherwise, everyone wins at the same oh, time. Oh, but you you could plug that shit into a into a website nowadays. Yeah. Like you just like you make a list of however many uh, spots. You know, oh, sure. Things. Take all the umbrage and don't leave any for us. You can have the umbrage. That's fine. Wait, um, is that why she's named Dolores Umbridge? No. Well, I mean, maybe because it's, <laughs> that's good and uninspired. Mm-hmm. Uh, well. Okay. Sorry. The definition of umbrage is to be offended, or like the concept of, of taking umbrage is, is, uh, is that you okay. you have you are offended by yes. something. Um, no, that works. That's that's accurate. Okay, that's all. I I have no real connection to those movies or books. Like I read the books once, and I'm like, that's fine. I read all the books when I was thirty. I was an adult when I read. Well, clearly I was an adult. I just I, I felt like I was like, wow, I must have really missed out on something because people still won't shut up about it. And these these came out when I was in high school. That was me. Like however old I would have been, um, yeah, mid thirties, whatever. And it was always like people wouldn't shut up about. It. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna try to do hair. Like because I saw the first couple movies. I'm like, all right, it's fun. I get why people dig it. I was like, I'll read the books. The when the books came, when the books came out, I was too old, uh, and I'm like, that's baby shit for babies. I read grown-up books. I'm a big girl. I was working in uh, early childhood care and education, so I did read those books Mm. because I was reading YA novels at the time. I still only like reading YA. I mean, I got a serious adult books, but I don't know. I read to get away, so I read a lot of YA I don't read any YA. Like, I had to go out of my way to go get the Harry Potter stuff. Oh. I mean, I guess, I don't know what it would consider. I mean, I guess really? I just don't read YA. But... Not, not like in that it was hard to find. I, that, in that no, I no, had to I make mean a that choice. No, no, I mean that you don't, and... that you don't read YA. No. Do huh. I strike you as, like, I, I'm, I'm trying to understand why that's, like, yes, surprising. Yes, actually, actually you do. You do strike me as. They're generally, like, they're, you know, I don't know, they're fun. A lot of them are escapist. There, there is you a, know, it's, in my head, there is um, a path from Sailor Moon to YA. No, oh, no, no. I I feel like I maybe like skipped over YA entirely. Yeah. I, I mean, I've been reading Stephen King since I was nine. So like the difficulty level on the, the books that I read, mm-hmm. like I, I kind of require uh, more challenging writing. Uh, mm. I'm trying to think if there's like any YA stuff I've read. I mean, maybe there's stuff that I, um, when I was in my teens is when I discovered David Eddings. And, uh, I believe that some of his books 
are now categorized as YA. Uh, fantasy. Mm. Uh, he's a fantasy novelist. Um, but at the time, anyway, I, I got them from the fantasy section of the library, and I didn't consider them to be geared towards a younger audience or anything. Okay. Yeah, no, I I read big big books for big kids. Well, I read those too. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> uh, so, hey, we're going to do our annual gift exchange on the air. Oh, which, yeah. That. I always used to think, like, no one likes these, but it turns out people do. Like, Why wouldn't they like it? I don't know, because it always feels like self-serving on, like, tune in as we open presents. No, but these people, are our, these are our no, friends. No, that's what I'm, yeah. Remember no, that year it. that Kevin sent us presents and we opened them on air, too? We, we did. It was amazing. I still have my Haunted Mansion Lego set. I have my, my Lego little, set, too. Burp, burp, burp. Um, yeah. I, unsurprisingly, I have all of my Lego sets. <laughs> <laughs> and we were going to talk about something. Where do I, we were just catching up. Yeah. Largely, yes. Yeah. This, yeah. this is the show, guys. If you were expecting yeah, I mean, more, we've got stuff more. going on, but like today, our first show back. Yeah, this, this is it. Like, uh, we've got a special guest coming up in two weeks. Yes, two on the weeks. 16th. Mark your calendars uh, to tune in and... Well, tune in live, especially if you want to be able to ask questions. We can go ahead and tell. We can them tell it. Yes, yeah. Please, yeah. Lad, don't it's, tease it. Just <laughs> yeah. tell people what we're doing. Um, yeah, we are going to have Matt Fraction on to talk about uh, Monarch Legend of Legacy of Legacy of, of Monsters. Legacy of Monsters, um, and that's going to be after the finale episode. That's going to air on the 11th. So he'll be on on the 16th, which is the very next Tuesday. That's correct. Uh, so for those of you with That's your Apple, how calendars work. Uh, mm-hmm. For those of you with your Apple TV Plus <laughs> subscriptions, make sure you're caught up and then tune in and you guys can ask them questions. Yeah, that'll it's be It's been cool. a couple years since he's been on the show. So. It has been. Like, we were still in the Fun Employment Studios when he was in. That's right, because so he came in person. Yeah, it is. it has been a while. So yeah, that'll be yeah, cool. Yeah, I walked him over from Guardian. <laughs> <laughs> and that kind of leads into, we're going to try to get more like guests and interviews for 2024. So if you think of anyone or like, hey, I know someone does this, like have them reach out or reach out to us, you know. Also, we don't care if it seems like it's shooting for the moon. Yeah. If you go, oh, I mean, I don't know that we're going to try and interview George Lucas. Like that, that's. I mean, if you have a connection. Great. Sure, we will. But. (laughs) The thing about, uh, you know, like trying to get guests is like. It doesn't hurt to ask. Nope. You know, it's, yeah. it's completely harmless. And as the late great philosopher Wayne Gretzky once said, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Wait, did Wayne Gretzky die? No, he's also not a philosopher. <laughs> oh. You've never heard me say that before? I've heard the I've heard the Gretzky quote, but not the late great. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've, al- is- I've also said like, late great poet. Uh Oh, I was like, when did the great one die? <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh, man. No, that's part of the joke, is that none of those things are accurate. Oh, except, okay. except for the fact that he said that. Yeah, I knew he said that. In right. fact, I don't even know that I knew for sure that he said that. I do believe he said that. I believe you. I mean, he, yeah. he's, he's a sports guy. You got to take a shot. He is sports. a sports guy. He's a hockey player, I know. Yeah. I think my ever favorite one, what is it? Jesus saves, but Gretzky scores. <laughs> Uh, good job Norm uh, has already hit one of his 2024 goals get the printer up and running nice I hit mine too I rearranged my kitchen that was a goal for your year 
Um, just it's just all about getting them little dopamine hits right now. Mm. That's kind of my life. So that's what I'm going for. Rearranging a kitchen, a space is super satisfying. Yeah. Um, I did a lot of projects uh, over the like week and a half that I was off of work. Right. Um, and I did a bunch of work in this room. Like, look, there's stuff on the walls, you guys. I know, it looks good. Except for, the, except for my reanimator fell down, so there's this gaping dead no. space behind me. I know. Um, the frame doesn't like the Velcro sticky things. They won't stick to the frame. Hmm. Maybe because it's just a heavier frame, so you need more stuff? They're supposed... No, and it's... It's not the Velcro that's not sticking to the Velcro. It's the adhesive. Oh. So, oh like, well. those are fine, but mm. that one came off. And then once that one came off, the weight, I think, must ruin the other two. Uh, luckily, that one's plastic uh, because that one, uh, that's the third frame that I've had to buy my, for my, this one. My, my Doctor Who that I got you Yes, years I ago. love that one, but it might be cursed because I, mean, I, I, just, I, I be. had to go out yesterday and buy what is now the third frame for this one because it keeps falling and the glass breaking. Hmm. I well, mean, over a prolonged course of time, not like true. all in the same week or whatever, you know. but... I mean, look, it is used to just traveling time and space as it wants to willy-nilly, and you've put it in a frame, and it's all like, whoo. I'll put it on the ground, then. No. It can do whatever it wants. It just starts to get up and waddle away. <laughs> <laughs> it falls upward. Duh. And that's what this piles of stuff all over the house, as you probably saw on your way up here. I all did. the projects that I started, but I'm not quite done with. Nice. Uh, I was going to hook up my 3D printer this weekend, and I didn't do it. I've mm. had it for a year. Right. You were mentioning that like, <laughs> I've you never got even it, unboxed it and then yet. you didn't get a chance to set it up before shit hit the fan. Right. And then now I'm like, where do I put it in my new place? So, I don't know. I'll figure it out because I want to print I want print minis. You can, you can put it in my basement if you want. Print minis in my Look, garage. I can't put everything in your basement. <laughs> you haven't put anything in my basement. Well, you're probably going to get a smoker soon and you might get a keg already I thought you too. were selling those. The smoker? I don't want to sell the smoker. Okay, it's it's whatever, man. I just I, I just keep putting it out there so that you remember that there is an open offer. I you know. don't have to get rid of things. You don't have to part with your stuff. You could store some of it. Okay, I'll probably do that. Norm, ask your Norm, question. Ask your question, Norm. Fire away. Na na na. In the meantime, let's open some presents. Time. Yeah, we can open presents. Who wants to go first? Um. Well, everyone's looking at me now. I'll I'll, I'll start right here. Okay. Go for right it. Here. Go for it. So this that one's one, from you? Yeah, they're okay. I mean they're not connected, they're just two. Okay. They're not thematically connected. Well, maybe kinda, and that they both serve a purpose in that you know. Um while we're doing this, we can think about Norm's question. What was one piece of media from the last year that really stuck with you? That's beautiful. Think about that. I don't know. I can actually tell if yeah, it's, it's a moon phase the, chart. Yeah, a whole, a whole year like, of moon phase. I, I feel love like these. you and I are really bad at knowing the phase. Like, Ida's like, well, it's this right now. And we're like, I don't know. I mean, I have a whole ass app on my phone, but it doesn't really do me any good because I don't. You have to go to the app, you know? Yeah, that's true. No, this is really pretty. Thanks. It's, it's artist, a local creator. I have the cards on the back of that creator. So, yeah. Uh, one piece of media that really stuck. Is she lets you know? Year? I don't know. I think so. Uh, her handle is Violet Gratura. Yeah, maybe. So, uh, what piece of media that really stuck with me last year? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I can answer. Sh- I mean, I've go got for a cube, it. Go ahead. Uh, the Bear is the first one that came to oh. mind. That was like unexpectedly really good. 
And not just because I found it relatable as, you know, having been, you know, in food service. Sure. It was just like the writing was really good. The relationships and the dynamics between the characters was really fucking real. Right. Um, I had not a, few a show th- I watched. It's very good. It can be very stressful, especially if you have any kind of food service background. Oh, I'm not watching it then. <laughs> but it is very, very good. Um, someone once told me that the bear is... What is it? Someone said something like, the bear is just an angry Ted Lasso. Because in the end, you kind of get that good feeling about it, but you have to get through the stress first. Hmm. Um... What? Uh, my camera oh, got really weird? blurry for some Ooh, reason. That's and, right. Uh, that's they said you're siphoning away my resolution. Yes. I switched to standard def and see if that um, clears anything up. I don't know. For me, like, a lot of the Dimension 20 real plays, like, really were a good thing for me. That like, makes sense. A Court of Flowers and Fade and Flowers and, like, the Drag Queen one, uh, Burrow's End. I did not expect to be that emotional about it. Granted, I'm very emotional right now, more than usual. Um, but you know, I, I mean, it might be cheating because I I saw it so late in the year. But Godzilla minus one, really? Oh, yeah, that, that went was... from I don't know, be my favorite movie of the year to like, oh, it's this. This is my fucking favorite movie of the year. So, yeah. Have you seen it yet, Cable? Oh yeah. Oh man. Um. Yeah, it's right up there. Um, I think I enjoyed media a lot this year, but nothing stuck with me. That's fair. Yeah. I'm gonna pull up my series guide and. Um, <laughs> I'm blurry because I didn't make. Re- you know what? I'm not making any resolutions this year. I am not setting any like hard goals. I okay, maybe one uh, to just be nicer to myself. That's. That is probably well, my 2024 that... goal is to just be fucking nicer to myself. That's I like a reasonable that one for you. That's it. That's mm-hmm. my only goal. Not like I want to do three book good pot. I want to do no. No, I don't like everything else is gravy. I don't like resolutions because it's really arbitrary to you know like just because we've gone around the sun another time mm-hmm. doesn't really change anything in the way in like how you think or how you behave. Uh, there's no. There's nothing about. January 1st that is going to make you right. better at the things you struggle with. It's, yeah. it's never a bad time to try to take on a new behavior or build a better habit or whatever. And if you fall off that wagon, there's never a bad time to get back on it. Either. Right. Yeah. Uh, but that being said, I do enjoy uh, sort of mentally resetting yourself after the holidays and like, you know, taking some time to set some intentions um, but they do need to be, I think, uh, like, well, what's funny is like, they talk about like, oh, your resolutions need to be smart, uh, specific, um, manageable or something like that, something achievable, yeah. recordable, you know, like you have to, there have to be metrics around it. And that weirdly, this is one of those times where I'm like, no, 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 no metrics. Just, just something, you know, gentle and fluffy, yeah. That is attainable. Yeah. And there's little things I want to do, but they all are part of being nicer to myself. Like that's, 
there's a bunch of little things that I'm working on. It's like, but in the end, it all comes down to like, yeah, just, you know, nicer myself. Mm. Mm-hmm. I, I don't make New Year's resolutions. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think what I did was. It's just a reminder of like, don't no, be a dick to yourself. I, I'm not saying that you are. and I, <laughs> I'm saying it's not a practice that I have ever oh. undertaken. Right. And the older I get, the more I consider it to be utter bullshit <laughs> that I don't... Yeah, I it, it's it is largely getting lumped into this is all part of capitalism reminding us that we are a fucking product. It doesn't have to be. It, uh, it's it's it, personal. Well, at least it should be personal. It can be. But everything that is built around it to remind us to do it mm. is designed to. It's like you should be a better you so you can buy this product. Right. No, I, I absolutely noticed that all of the emails in my inbox from the past several days were take this course and learn yeah. how to be a better cook. Uh, take, you know, $100 off the bullet journaling basics and beyond, right. sem- you know, seminar. There's a lot of things that people are trying to sell you yeah. uh, because right now you are more prone to want to improve yourself. It, I do believe in the practice of setting intentions and and bettering yourself and and doing you know growing mm-hmm. and, yeah um in practice i'm horrible at all of those things but <laughs> the 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 um the concept of it i'm i'm all behind and i do believe in that and i do believe that that's what people should do mm-hmm. um but we're in the end game of capitalism and that we're that's not what we are being told to do Mm. so making it a you've got to make your new year's resolutions like no you don't you can fuck right off right well no no one's got to do anything and if anyone tells you you gotta well then yeah tell them to fuck off um Um, i'm sorry i'm gonna use the platform for this you know what we gotta do hmm. is stop giving weapons to israel (laughs) i'm not gonna touch that one yep <laughs> yeah. Hey everyone. What? I don't know. The, th- uh, the thing I have to do this year, yeah, and it's not going to be easy because it's an election year. Uh, not get involved. Uh, yeah. The last few months, I have had multiple anxiety attacks. Uh, I've, I have been in a bad way because as I really like my day job, actually, I quite do. But by nature of what it is, I I am local politics adjacent, even though it is not a government agency, it is not a political agency. Nope. We are still adjacent to all of that, and mm-hmm. I'm getting all worked up about every little issue with Portland, and I can't fix any of it. Nope. I, I can donate to where I want to donate, and that's all I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. You can vote how you want to vote. Yep, you that's can... it, but I'm not going to... You and that is. I mean, there's some activism that that options if if you have that bandwidth. And I just know I don't right now. I just can't. So my activism will be researching good companies and giving yeah nonprofits and giving them money to do a better job than me anyway, probably. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's great. Do that. I yeah. um, Right. It's not a like you know I don't get into. It's not that that I don't care, but I just. I, I can't. I can't internalize. I just can't. Like it's. It. I will not make the year if I keep doing mm-hmm. that. No. No. That is a. That is a, another one that I. I think is a really good idea for yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yep. You should open your other gift now. Okay. Unless, unless you're actually going to run for office. 
Don't. Every once in a while I think about it, but yep. I'm like, hey, you know, I would. This is cute. Did, did you make this? No. It was from that collage store, which I really love. Oh, yeah. And oh. scrapbooking places are great for uh, mm-hmm. gift embellishments. Yeah. I also really like this paper. Did you have this paper last year? No, that also came from collage. Yeah. Because collage it's 100% recyclable. That's why I buy it from there. Oh, yeah. Because I, I, most wrapping paper is not. Uh, I, I only buy recyclable uh, <laughs> gift wrap. What? Santa Claus. <laughs> So delightful. <laughs> it is a mug that is full of Excel sheet shortcut combos. <laughs> uh, because you know what I absolutely love? You love not, to make spreadsheets. Is not using a mouse. Well, everyone already knows I. Oh. Uh, uh, I am a big, big fan of keyboard, keyboard shortcuts. They oh, are yeah. faster than using a mouse. Yes, they are. And I like to do things very efficiently when I'm computing. However... Uh, I also have uh, just terrible, terrible memory now. And uh, you know what I really struggle with? In fact, right here, look, I had to write down what is um, how to how to screen cap on this computer. Because, how can be? Because uh, because I could not remember for the life of me. Mm-hmm. So this is fantastic. Have you ever watched? I'm glad I saw that. I was like, I kind of have to get her this. I've never seen this before. As from Asylum. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I totally missed that the last time I was in there. So... Did you both of you know there's an Excel tournament? What? Yeah. I saw a video of it a few weeks ago and I'm like, what? <laughs> Microsoft Excel World Championship. It is an eSport. Oh my God. They create puzzles and it's done live. Uh, the fa- the championship is in Vegas this year. Um, just uh, go to fmworldcup.com. Uh, I'm not going to play it because we're on the show, but it's like, and it's done like regular esports, like League of Legends or fighting games. People get on stage with their laptops and they stream creating, I don't know what they do, but people get into it. Oh my God. This is one of those weird niche things I would 100% watch. Like if somebody streamed this somewhere online, I would make popcorn and a six pack. I would 100% watch this shit. Financial Modeling World Cup <laughs> FM. How you feeling about capitalism now, uh, Cable? Don't answer that. Look, you could still hate capitalism, but I love the idea of like people getting together and competing about how they can solve puzzles with... Yeah, I... Yeah, it's that... like that person that painted with Word. Yeah. And I'm like, there's no way. Yep. Like created amazing art using word. I'm like, what the shit? Yeah, that's just look at you. Part of you is like, can I go to this? I'm not that good. I. But no, I mean to watch, not join. Oh, mm, I don't know. It's it's cool. I don't know that. I'm so hardcore even about spreadsheets mm. that I would go to this. See, for me, it's niche competitions that sure. I'm finding myself enjoying, like more and more and more, like. It was a few months ago. Um, just there are so many weird, random ass streaming channels out there. Many of which are just free mm-hmm. if you want ads or whatever. And if like a few months ago, I found myself. I spent three hours watching the U.S. National Cornhole Championship matches. I couldn't take my... I mean, I moved around my apartment, but I was like enthralled at the drama of a cornhole tournament. (laughs) It was kind of amazing. Um, 
Anyway. Yeah. That's delightful. It is Weird. delightful. As is this mug. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. Uh, who wants to go next? Yeah. Oh, I'll go. Okay. Go. That's for me. me. I. You could. We'll open the uh, presents from Aaron first. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, Fire Cold. The Fun Employment Radio, yeah, cornhole term was always fun. Blue Eye Samurai. Brewer's Hole. It was cornhole, but all the local breweries made teams. Yeah, that makes sense. You are going to love the hell out of Blue Eye Samurai. Uh, it's amazing. It's what I've. That's what I've heard. Yeah, it's pretty fucking impressive. Uh, and then and, I. And if it. I had kids, I would never. I, I wouldn't. I shouldn't let them watch. Correct. Yes. Oh. It is. It is an adult animated series for sure. Oh, turn green. Get more Christmassy while we do this. As always, uh, you should know by now. I'm a fan of tape, so. Yes, I see that. I tend to use more than is required because I love tape. Tape is fun. <laughs> Do you want a little knife? I have a knife. I like tape. I got several knives for Christmas. It was great. Oh, you know what? I almost bought you a knife too. That would be fine. You can't have too many knives. Uh, one of the the big knife that I got uh, also has that seatbelt slicer. Oh yeah, and the, uh, that sharp point for busting for out. For busting your, out. Yeah, and. It is taking everything I have not to test those out. I know. So I was reminded that you're getting that you're still kind of getting into baking. I've been baking for years. But but like yes. yeah. So that you've been in it. Those are amazing. You put them on your rolling pin yeah. to set yeah, the thickness of your pie dough. That's fantastic. Yeah. I love this concept. This it's is great. great. Cool. Is this a new concept to both of you? No. no. Okay. No. I've just never um, have anything. Merrick mentioned you don't have a pie bird. Oh, you you are correct. I don't know what a pie bird is. It's to stop your your pies from leaking, especially you're, if you're making a your, savory. You know how you're supposed to cut slices into your crust? It's to let steam escape from. What? Why did you give me that funny lick? <laughs> yes. No. Why are you looking I, at me? When you're... I cut slits into all of my pie crusts. Right, and you you know, you, you know how you're mansplaining to cable. <laughs> no, please go on. I I need to start somewhere to okay. explain the pie bird. Yeah, so this is an alternative to cutting slits so that it allows the steam to yeah. escape without bursting your crust. Right in the middle, or you having the, to make little slices. Yeah, you in put it. the bird right in the middle, and it steams out. And it's a blackbird because four and twenty blackbirds. I have never. Oh, ever really? heard of this before. Uh, they're this apparently getting harder to find. I love mine. All they right. are hard well, to find you. now. Every once in a while, the company will do a Halloween one. Oh, these Ooh. I made for you. These uh, I know what these are. You these are give us. You gifted us with lard uh, <laughs> a few years ago. So and... I am 98% sure those are still shelf stable because cooked yeah. them a long time, then I vacuum sealed them. Yeah. They're slightly different though. One says, um, one says leaf yes. and one says back right so the leaf one is for more flavor neutral stuff yes the back one is for like if you're making a savory pie uh-huh. yeah there you go i i remember there's the thing following you on uh social media um when i saw that you doing this i'm like oh i hope i'm getting learned this year <laughs> i you did i did i you did get learned. i mean you. maybe fridge them when you get home put them yeah. in the fridge don't fridge them you know what i mean i'm sure they're fine but i get paranoid I, 
Yes, mm-hmm. I know. And lard mean. doesn't actually go bad, bad. It just starts to smell like shit. But it doesn't go rancid because there's no liquid in it. Right. Hmm. As well, a rule. That's well, why it's lard is shelf stable. Well, thank there's you, no water. You're welcome. That's very cool. I Baby think I knew stuff. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and fresh lard's better for you than like full fat butter. If you have to have a fat to bake with. Yes. Yes. I, I'd have got, if you want some, I'll give you some, but I figured, how often are you going to get to use lard? That's true. Like, I am jealous, but also, <laughs> when would I use it? Right. Mm. Although, he's taking a lot of business trips here in the near future. Well, I, I, can, <laughs> I can hook you up. Uh, okay. Um. So, unless Cable brought got you anything in addition, I already gave you your other Christmas gift. Uh, Cable and I got you something together this year. Yes. Oh, What's this one? That's from Cable to me. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. Because I moved it. Well, hey, Cable's got these still. I do. I do too. Uh, I also, I, I, I'm going to interject and uh, pass off something. Uh, I have something for both of you from Merrick. <gasps> oh, that that right there. Uh, well, I'll wait till you're back up. What? I have something for Merrick. This is probably going right to make me there. cry a bit. Um... <laughs> I'm not going to say no. I don't okay. I don't know where you, you're at. You can that. decide which of the bottles that you want. Ooh. Ooh. Polka dots. You want polka dots? Yeah. Okay. This is ginger syrup. Ooh. So mix it to your liking with a, a neutral club soda and you have a ginger ale. Oh, that is fresh ginger Ooh. scent. Also, also, yeah, she made it yesterday. Keep it in the fridge, I'm guessing. Yeah, keep it in the fridge. Super. That's great. I love ginger flavor soda. Yep. This Real has become ginger. her thing I, this year. I love it when I can control how much ginger. Yeah. So this is going to be good. Yep. Like, there's a couple out there. I'm like, it's too much. Mm. Too much ginger for me. But this is exciting. Thank you. Yeah. Ooh. Thank yep. you, Merrick. Yeah. And uh, this this thing in front of you over here on your yes. left, that is for Merrick. Cool. Oh yeah, so don't open that one. I hope she doesn't have that one already. Oh no, wait. I I was making the Oh you're scooting. How am I getting that oh, on the scooter? Um you don't have to take it home today. Okay. I can, I can help get it to you at your house some other time. At your home. Yeah. Or I can have an exchange with her at some other time. The, there's there's, there's always that. that. Yes, that's true. Yes. She likes seeing you. So. <laughs> I also like seeing you. Cool. We like seeing each other. I know. I was bummed that you guys uh, didn't make it to the New Year's thing. Um, yeah, she had already made plans, and I, one, I don't think I knew about it, and two, I wasn't going to go anywhere. Uh, I worked all day New Year's Eve, mm-hmm. and then I worked all day New Year's Day. Oof. Woof. Yeah. Um, and in between there, I sat up with Irma while she freaked out about fireworks. Right. For half an hour. Like dogs. Um, I weirdly I didn't hear do. any by my apartment this time. Although I always hear a bunch of other shit. Like the guy that ran into the garage door last night. Great. <laughs> I just came home to that. I didn't hear it. I was yeah, Portland was getting weirder. And, well, and not in a... New Year's is one of those nights where dumb shit's going to happen. This is true. Portland is also getting weirder in a weird way. In not a good way. Yeah. Uh, I guess it, it's not getting weirder. It's getting more desperate. <laughs> uh, 
I just notice a lot with like the drivers. It's, yep. It's. I had someone mention something to me, and this makes total sense. They're like, the lockdown messed people up a lot. And they said the other thing is it gave a lot of people that were already entitled main character syndrome that they're still doing, mm-hmm. and then nothing applies to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, uh, not a single day goes by that I don't see at least one flagrant running the red lights. Where all like, the time. There was no way you thought you were going to make it. You just don't give a shit. You just, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen cars like three lanes, especially on like Grand, there's three lanes on Grand, like mm-hmm. MLK, I guess also. Mm-hmm. I have seen someone on the far left lane and the far right lane both like stopped at a red light and the person in the middle, boom, just right through it. It wasn't like they were trying to jump the light. It was the light had changed for a solid like four seconds. They just kept going. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I keep getting this weird pop-up that's like, uh, losing connection. But then it comes back and no one said anything, so it's good. Cool. So do I open this one? Is that what I'm supposed to do now? Or? Yeah. Yeah, yeah open it. Okay. Ugh. Oh, man. It's so real. I know. Woo! Flex it. All right, meanwhile, uh, Norm wants to know, uh, he's asking me specifically, uh, how good is the Helios slash Mars Mariners storyline playing out for me on For All Mankind? Um, man. Kind. No, no. Oh, my God. Now I'm going to blank on people's names, but... Uh, what is For All Mankind? It's a cool for, show, actually. It's, all, okay, it's, it's, a show. it's an Apple show. It's about the space race, but like, what if Mars, uh, what if Russia had beat us to the moon? Oh. Like, how would that have changed the NASA program? And right. now we're getting into the 2000s with this uh, fourth season, I believe it is. Because, yeah, they, they, they do things like, all right, NASA gets on the moon first. So, you know what? Let's, was that's how they get women in the space program quickly? They're like, we need to be the first at something. Yes. Yeah, they, they pushed the women astronauts because they needed to break new ground. Right. Essentially, be, you know, the, the, the logic is that because we beat Mars to the moon, we, like, well, we did it. You know, why, you know, wipe your hands and go home. Uh, right. Yeah, but yeah. If, if Russia had made it there first, then we would have ramped up our competition with Ooh, them. Oh, I think I know what this we... is. But mm-hmm. I, need, I need a knife now. Yeah. I don't know. I don't uh, know. I'm just... <laughs> Uh, and the answer to that, Norm, is that uh, Ed Baldwin is on my shit list. Uh, he's riling shit up. Uh, not that I'm against the uh, the Mariner, the colony guys, uh, you know, trying to form a union and, and, and strike, essentially. I'm, I'm totally for that. But I'm annoyed that the only reason it's happening is because Ed is being a petulant child. He's, you know, if he were still in a command position, he would have absolutely shut that shit down hard and fast. But because he's pouting uh, and he, you know, he doesn't get to do what he wants to do, he's going to stir shit up and make it hard for the people who, you know, up until five minutes ago were his peers. Oh, okay. It's the, I didn't get my way, so I'm going to make things hell. Yeah. Or I'm going to stir the shit. Yeah. And he's, you know, and at this point, the character is, he, this, this character was an early astronaut in the series, and now he's an older guy, and, and things have changed, you know, like all the stuff has advanced, and he will not get out of the driver's seat. Right. Even though he really should not be uh, taking on the kind of missions that he's doing. Full disclosure, I only watched the first season, and then I didn't have Apple TV. Mm. But I've heard it's amazing. Also, thank you. I'm not going to open it, because... 
but it's the shelves I've been wanting. Yeah. I'm super excited. Yep. It's not the bigger one because I was worried that that would be too... Probably wouldn't fit. Too imposing, yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh my gosh, thank you so much. This yeah. is perfect. Yeah, I, I had other ideas and then Denise reached out to me and said, hey, what are you doing for this? And we talked about it. It's like, oh no, that's this is a much better idea. So I, I, big pi- one, so. I piggybacked wholly on her good nope, idea. So. That's great. Thank you both so much. This would explain why when I was at Asylum... And I was buying some things. Uh-huh. I started looking for myself or something. And Anton literally said, stop. You were allowed to purchase for friends. You were not to buy anything for yourself. That's all I can say. <laughs> nice job, Anton. That's exactly. I was like, but I've been really. He's like, nope. I'm not even going to comment on anything. All I'm saying is that I have been forbidden to let you buy anything for yourself. Until after the holidays. I'm like, okay. That's, that was, was some real about initiative. <laughs> yeah. So that was nice. cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very tickled by that. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> we uh, it. Who's next? Who's next? I like to watch people open gifts. It's fun. It makes me happy. It's my turn now. Yep. I want some fried chicken. So this one's already unwrapped. I'll show you guys this one now. It is a little set of washies. Mm-hmm. Cute little nighttime sky and plants. Cable knows the kind of washies I like, apparently. Oh, yes. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I think I stopped buying a washi tape because I was like, I think you have it. I well, mean, I'm not going to say you have all of them. because they're, they're all different. Uh, that's true. I will also say this is only part of your gift. Uh, the other part uh, I purchased from Etsy and didn't look closely at the deliver date. Oops-a-daisy. That so, happens. Yep. Ooh. What is it? It's called the Dead Letter Society. Mm-hmm. Live your best unlife as the newest member of the Dead Letter Society, an exclusive communication network for vampires. Pursue your ambitions and question the society's motives in this journaling and epistolary game for one to two players. That sounds cool. Jur- so, yep. So it can be a solo journaling game, and uh, can I flip? The, can I look at it? Yes, I'm listening. Like some of the, uh, I think I've given you another RPG book that. Uh, I've given Denise another RPG that uses the same thing. It functions on tarot decks. Right. That's cool. I may have to check this out. That's fun. Yes, I'm trying to think of what the title of that one is. You son of a bitch. Well, you didn't really close the door. (laughs) I've been trying to find more games that use like tarot as the randomizer. Mm -hmm. There's a few out there, but you know. There are. um, This is one of them. Mm -hmm. Uh, Fortunes is another. There is also um, Wild, W-Y-L-D. That one sounds familiar. Which is weird. Mm, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, there, there's, there's starting to be more and more, and there are a lot of tarot decks that are um, being designed specifically for gamers yeah. and for use in RPGs. Right. Yeah, which is pretty so. cool. Um, yeah, you... that was like that was a, a a book I even showed to Merrick, and Merrick's like, "I'd work for either one of them." <laughs> She's not wrong yep. on that. That is true. Uh, um, but shelving seemed more important to, to Thank what you. your no. needs right now. <laughs> 
And plus, your oh. birthday is only a couple months away. That's true. Birthday. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other thing that's coming is a uh, a custom made dice case. <gasps> oh. oh, I've really been wanting one of those. Good. It's the head of Luna from Sailor Moon. Oh, <laughs> that is awesome. That's very exciting. Did Tyrion come in here and drop some biscuits on us? Is that why the... <laughs> no. You're just trying to train him. No. Oh. So my cat is 15 and she's a bitch. Sometimes okay. she poops on the floor. Oh, I know. Um, and sometimes dogs eat cat poop. Oh, I also know that. Yeah. And the fact that the dog came waltzing in here, like, he's just like, you know, like he just busted someone's piggy bank open and, and it smelled like cat. Uh, and, uh, I, I I, yep. I'm like, okay, I think, I think I know what's going on here and I don't like it. Uh, uh but we're in the true. middle of a show, so I'm just taking defensive measures right now. That's true. Gotcha. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> thank you, Cable. This looks really cool. You're welcome. I've got a I've got a growing collection of small uh, RPG game books, and I really got to start. You got to start. It's I just wanna... so much pressure. But that, but it doesn't have to be. That that's why the ones that I picked out were predominantly solo ones. So it's like yeah. That's true. That's true. But that does not. Uh, my performance anxiety doesn't really get that. Sure. Like that, there's no audience. It's just no. like the, the well, idea that was of just literally games. you. Yeah. Well, one to, just one to two. Right. Right, because you can include another person in it, and then you are both writing letters back and forth. <gasps> oh. Ah. Ouch. Whoa. What I happened? Just, I kicked the cord on my. Oh. Head it was like ah. Um, because I can't sit in the chair properly. Chairs are hard. That that chair also makes it tricky. Well, he likes that chair. That's I why do I gave like him that one. Chair. Oh. Like, right. it, I just sit here and fidget. Mm-hmm. And I get turn. that. But I, I also, like... I sit in chairs, like, bisexuals. I didn't want to say anything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm well aware of that. <laughs> uh, and that's not a great bisexual chair, is it? It's not... Because there's not a lot of options. No, you can't really lounge. I can't, like... No, there's no way that I could just, like, sit on my back with one leg over the back of the chair while paying attention to stuff. Yep. Or the one leg up on the arm rest of a couch. Mm. You know. Uh, I like uh, crossing my legs and like position, like different versions of like sitting in the chair instead of mm-hmm. on it. I do love that like bisexuals claimed that one. I'd like to find out where the source of that one came from. Because it's also not wrong, but I just think it's funny. Yeah, I... Pretty bisexual I've ever known can't sit in a chair. Um, I, like I'm trying really hard to not just keep. <laughs> I the the and I'm craving an oatmeal latte really bad right now. Yeah, like I don't. <laughs> wait, I, is oh wait wait are oatmeal lattes bisexual? Yes. Aww. great. Especially if they're iced. Oh, I don't do iced. I love an iced coffee. <laughs> also, I've caught you pegging your pants from time to time. I mean, that's that's how the kids do. I don't know. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to get a sense of style, man. 
<laughs> well, then there's also that time that you said I looked like either a, like some sort of combination of a, a weird old man and like I needed to be at Holocene. You did have a good look going that one time. And Cable, <laughs> on the sea, Cable remembers that too. I'm sure we all remember. It was quite the moment. Yeah. I remember us laughing on that. Uh, um, has someone ever taken a magic deck and modded it to be tarot? I don't think so. I don't but know. But I'm sure eventually there's going to be a Magic the Gathering tarot. I mean, that seems like a no-brainer that'll happen eventually. That's true. There's it's a fucking tarot deck in every... Com- they're, like the, they're like Monopoly boards now. So yeah, I know. He, yeah. Here's the thing. I, the, the trick is, is, is someone at Wizards going to figure out how to do that before it, it finally implodes? <laughs> you know, if Hasbro would just leave them the fuck alone. They can't. And there's already they have, they a D and D tarot deck, right? Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. It's okay. Which is weird because it's the only part of Hasbro that's been making any profit consistently. Yep. And that's why. So let's well, like, gut does it. it. Like, doesn't mean they can't still fuck up and make the wrong decision. All right. Yeah. I'm gonna open this. All open right. it. Open. There's a Ghostbusters tarot deck coming. Judas Ooh, Priest. I mean, fun. if it looks cool. Yeah, I'm sure it will look cool. I I, I do have, uh, I do want to watch the the Ghostbusters movie that came out a couple of years ago because we did get to see the uh, trailer for the next one for Frozen yeah. Empire. Yeah, that was that was a hell of a thing. So they're talking about how it is the so Frozen Empire is the first Ghostbusters. What they're calling it the post Zool era. They're like everything in the prime Ghostbusters universe has been connected to that in one way or another. This will be the first one that is not connected to any of that old mythology. So, mm. anyway. Huh. Why, thank you. My goal for this Ooh. year is t- more tarot. Particulars. Yeah. This is going to be very helpful. Uh, you know, like the idea that like, oh, it's really easy to get cable stuff. Just get him Legos is, is good on paper. But then I'm like, well, but I don't know if he has that one or not. And like, sometimes like, this is too small. And those are too big. I'm like, I'm sure he'd love that one, but that's not in the budget. So, uh, yes. Remember if he has extra ones, he'll just combine them. Cause didn't you double your Avengers tower? I did. Still, still like how many times does that work? You know? Um, but but, at least two more times, but would you rather like, just double up on something or take your pick of whatever you don't have that you've been eyeing. That, you know? I, I'm I don't know why either. I'm being so defensive of I, the gift I don't card. know why I, I, know, I, yeah. I, I know that they are considered perfectly cromulent gifts. Uh, I, I am going to open this on air because we have to know what's inside. Yes. yes. I get the feeling that this is also a... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I don't know. Like, I don't know the shape. <laughs> This isn't, while you're unwrapping, this is an oddly specific question. What is a story you could now tell of something you did because it happened far enough in the past? Yeah, so if the statute of limitations is up, what are your crimes? This sounds like a cop question, Norm, if that's your name. This is is Norm's long con. That's right. I got him. Marvel. Marvel. I like the new boxes. I do, too. Um, you just cut back on cheating, apparently. Also, I'm not cheating, but you know what I mean. Yeah, what, people just like pawing at the package. Mm-hmm. To... Yeah, yeah. Mm. that's all people do is this. Oh, this is the Statue of Liberty. I don't want that one. Yeah, that that that's yeah. the bullshit. Thing. I hate that. Mm-hmm. Yes, I do too. Um, something that I didn't. I mean, I 
I haven't done anything that... <laughs> Murder is the only capital offense that has no, sta- no has no statute of limitations, if I'm correct. I don't know. Uh, sounds true. I do believe, out of last year, federally sexual assault, the statute of limitations has also been lifted. I only know that because of the end of the year SNL weekend update. Right. Um, that's literally the only... And that sounds bad, but it's just because that joke is always, so... Always f- be bringing... Sh- that's right, because bitches always be bringing shit back always up. Always is something good? Yeah, it is. That was the sketch, you guys, not me. It, that Denise and I are laughing at the sketch. Yes. I said it, not you, so... Yeah. I think oh, rawr! Safe. Oh, not rawr. Reveal. Okay, so, I mean... I. I feel like anything I've done in the past, I have inevitably spoken about on this fucking show. Oh, so yeah, I, I'm sure he's not actually asking us about our crimes. He's asking right. about like embarrassing <laughs> stories. But, but as, I tell as people too. with ADHD, we don't hide those embarrassing stories. No, we have no filter. Nope. Like I watched the show Dirty Laundry on Dropout TV a lot, which mm-hmm. is fun. I was like, we should do a version of that one day with the show. There's literally, I can't think of a new secret that I haven't told someone that's weird about my past. Like it, it. I just can't think of it. I could do that show, but I couldn't have any of my friends on it. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Something I did because it happened far enough. I don't know. Um, uh, oh, I know something I did. Mm. I mean, it's not bad because they don't have a religious thing. So about 23 years ago, I was cooking for some friends. And this one person says they can't eat pork. And I was like, well, for religious reasons? And they're like, no, it just makes me sick. Okay. But I've caught them eating bacon. So I was making like a real traditional like sausage, like traditional like spaghetti meat. I was going, I was doing the whole thing from scratch. Mm Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to make fucking beef meatballs because it's too much. Mm-hmm. And I don't use... Veal's the one thing I can't get myself to do. That That's my personal line. Sure. So I wanted to make really good pork meatballs and I just didn't tell them. Mm-hmm. And you know what? They never got sick and they had thirds. Which means pork doesn't make them sick. What it probably means is years before, someone probably made them something with pork badly and it made them sick. I mean, Maybe. Anyway, and they're just a shit. So there it is. That's that's one thing I've done. Mm. <laughs> there you go. I still can't think of anything. I yeah, I can't think of anything else. Um, I mean, I've talked about like when I worked at Northwestern Mutual, I would get in my Gremlins phase where like I would just pour a bunch of super glue into a brand new packet of like paper clips and then put it back in with the office supplies. <laughs> Or take random like bits of like red or green paper and then put it in like the thousand ream, the thousand paper, like the giant copier. I've just put it in there because mm. I love nothing better than months, like weeks later to hear like, what the hell? And just a little bit of corporate chaos. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I would super glue pens shut, like brand new ones, not all of them. Like I take a <laughs> box of Sharpies and I super glue one or two of the lids closed and then put the rest back in. You know, it'd be even better. Mm. Open them apart and take out the uh, the ink cartridge. That would be, I feel like I would get it on my fingers and it would give me away. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I feel like I'd make a mess. Me personally. Oh, we must be thinking of different styles of pens. No, no, Sharpies. 
Oh, oh, Sharpies. Oh, but pens? No, no, no I've done, saying, no, I have swapped out, I have swapped out colors, like between the blue and the black, and I put the black and the blue, and I'm like, oh. Oh, the, the insert thing? Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. And I usually do it around Christmas, because that's when I play the Gremlin soundtrack a lot, and when I hear the Gremlins ragtime, <laughs> I just, I, yeah. It came on at work, like, the week before Christmas, and I felt like I had to warn them all. I'm like, just so you know. <laughs> our serious station is playing the gremlins theme and i'm just telling you right now like i may be a little like chaos goblin for the next eight minutes so just might prepare. be <laughs> <laughs> so there it is what'd you get what'd you get can you show us yes i can <gasps> so i think she's rarer she's there's two per box okay oh well that seems pretty so, rare kate bishop yeah, nice. Comes with one-eyed pizza dog. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> and rar Tyrannosaurus. Nice. Costume guy. All right. Those are good blind bags. Yeah, Yay these me. are great. Those are good well ones. Well done. Yeah. I like that the Tyrannosaurus comes with um, an extra tail. Do you lose a tail a lot? No, I just I I always like seeing what extra pieces come oh. with these things. Okay, you put the talent, put the extra talent on something else. I don't know. Oh. Mm. Uh, oh, I never got to talk about what my uh, my New Year's thing is, oh, okay. and I wanted to share it because if people have any like recommendations or, or you know like st- just info to share with me, uh, this is how I get that out into the ether. Uh, I uh, I wanted to I want to start spending more time on tarot cards. Like oh, okay. like sometime last year, I I got like actually into the habit of like doing like a single card draw right once a month. Oh, okay. And that was pretty nice. But like yesterday, uh, as after I did all of my chorin, I um, I probably spent like ninety minutes with. Uh, I found a spread that I that I liked that I thought would work well, mm-hmm. and then you know I. Uh, I made copious notes about the whole thing in, in my in my bullet journal. Also, I ordered these stickers uh, that Ooh. are tiny tarot decks, and so you get like a pack, and it's basically the equivalent of like four full decks. That way, when I do draw cards, I can put the little sticker in my oh, bullet journal cool. when yeah. I ta- when I take my notes about what it means, because like I. Uh, basically, I'm gonna I'm gonna teach myself. You gotta tarot. show me where you got that. I kind of want to do that. That's oh, I can, I'll share you some if you want. Sure. Um, like like tar- the tarot has been really intimidating to me because it's 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 quite complex, and I didn't grow up with it or anything. So right. Uh, the only way I'm gonna learn is to like literally write shit down as it comes. Right. So every time I every time I pull cards, now I can make little notes and have that little visual connection to them because the deck is over here and the book is over here <laughs> that's a good idea though i should look into that yeah I'll, and then i'll see. always find decks that i like you know it's but i'm yeah. weirdly picky i used to be like oh yeah no i totally want like a i don't know star trek themed one which I i've have seen a lot of decks for someone who doesn't know the tarot very well so. well that's how you start and also they're just pretty sometimes i just like the art Yep. Yes. I mean, that's sure just that. 100% why some of them call out to me. I may never even really use them. I just like the art. Like mm. the one I got at the oddities, that guy that does like the photography and he just has like women, like different witches and different goddesses and stuff. Mm. I love his art, his photography. I've seen him a few years now, oddities. 
And it's one of those things where like I would love to buy a couple prints, but I'm like, I don't know where to put them. Mm-hmm. And I can't narrow it down. I end up liking like six of them. And even the prints are like 30 bucks each, which I'm not complaining about, but it's like, you know, I know Fireco, they do make one. I'm saying I wasn't, I didn't, I didn't really get it. Um, I like, I didn't want it. Um, but he eventually put out, he put out a box of, he put out a deck of tarot with every single one of the models he's ever had. Hmm. Wow. So I don't use it for anything other than I just, uh, I like the art mm. or I like the photography. I, I was more into the concept and the, the idea of using tarot decks when I was probably late teens, early twenties. Mm-hmm. Um, I discovered through happenstance, uh, at least with two or three different friends that had tarot decks, that I should never touch them. Ooh. Uh, in one particular move, I picked up a friend's tarot deck and shuffled it and drew the top card, and it was death. And Which I, isn't bad. And no, I it's not bad. Shuffled it all again, drew death, shuffled it, shuffled it, shuffled it, drew death. I'm like, put death at the bottom of the the deck shuffled it drew death i'm like that's four in a row maybe the world was really trying to tell you change was coming that was bull yeah and then the the fifth time was the devil and i'm like here you go they're like you you don't get to ever touch my tarot deck ever (laughs) you don't don't touch anyone's tarot deck ever again oh well, I think you're not really supposed to do that anyway. Yeah, you're not you're really not. supposed to touch other people's decks. I was I mean, a, you can have communal like, ones. Right. Like, or, or if like if they invite you to. Yes. It, but, yeah. but even then, like you don't really want to like draw for yourself off of someone else's deck. I don't yep. think. I guess, yeah. It, Ooh, it's sorry. largely that. Uh, yeah, I, I I don't know. I, mm. would, I was... I was a different kind of asshole when I was in my 20s, so... Right. Um, well, we all were. Mm. Yes. Um, but... Uh, since, like, moving more into being atheist and agnostic and not... While I enjoy it in my fiction, I, it's not something that I practice in my real life because I don't believe in any of those things mm. uh, or I don't put belief into them uh, so I don't put intent into them I don't disrespect anyone else doing that because that's important to them mm-hmm. and I think it is I think it holds as much meaning as the people put into it so yeah and I'm not I'm never gonna shit on that that's that's a shitty thing to do um, I do have a tarot deck largely because it was made by um, friend of the show indigo kelly um and i have his the the 8-bit one the 8-bit tarot yeah that all of the cards are business card size right oh uh, yeah I've, I've seen it yeah um so like i have one in case i ever decide i need if to you, use if one ever compelled yes um uh, i picked up um a tarot deck for merrick for christmas or one of her Christmas gifts, mm. um, which w- it's called the Animated Tarot. And all of the cards are lenticular. Oh, cool. So when you move them, the images on it actually move. Ooh. I've seen someone that does all the D&D spells. That sounds... Not all of them, but a big chunk of them as lenticular. And I'm like, oh, that's, that's pretty cool. cool. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like I started having any because of the art, but... Um, 
uh, our friend uh, from Alaska, Tara, had, you know, like told me about uh, different resources a couple years ago and I never really followed through. So here I am, however many years later, wanting to use the deck more, but that I feel like I'm like, why would I use something more if I don't have the understanding? You you know, to have the understanding, you got to use the deck. So no, it's 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 sort of a you know circular thing where I'm like, I I have these decks and I enjoy the art, but I I want to be using them. Thus, I want to be learning them. I get it. I still find myself referencing a book for almost everything. It would be nice to be more. Mm-hmm. knowledgeable of it because um, for me it's also still just it's very intuitive I mean even regards how you feel about any of the spirituality of it it will often make me just look within like I'll see that's the symbolism what that's what it's supposed to do I know like yeah. the, the, the whole point is not it's adhe- not fortune telling yeah right no. it's not fortune telling it's also not adherence to a a specific way or book or or um method mm-hmm. it yeah. is what does it should speak to you if mm-hmm. you flip it over and it, and you have a visceral reaction to it good or bad that is what you should be listening to right and uh, and that that's that is how you should uh, interpret those things right and yeah. i did that i did Says that big draw list. yesterday like for the year and so like half of it was like retrospective and the other half was like uh, what are my goals? How am I going to achieve them? What are going to be some of the roadblocks in that? Uh, and again, it's not fortune telling. I, I know that. I don't believe in, you know, like having my fortune told is, you know, can be a thing really. Sure. But it's it's just really interesting to see like how well those those cards and their meanings line up with what you know your experiences to be or what you know your goals to be and and you know and then just kind of sitting with those thoughts mm-hmm. it's it's a good way to get the get the gears turning mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. that's kind of what i do and i'm not great at introspection on my own so it, yeah and that's <laughs> that is what it all of these things whether it be tarot whether it be meditation whether it be um, horoscopes horoscopes um uh any any sort of religious practice or meditative practice or spiritual practice, all of these or things, therapy. or therapy, they're all designed to be tools to help people um, be introspective. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Says the the atheist that isn't currently going to therapy. Um, we noticed. I, I started mine a few weeks ago. Yay. Good for you. So yeah, that's all. That's all. <laughs> No, that good for you. Like the, no, it's good. The first one was just the uh, what do you want out of this? Blah 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 blah, blah and all, yeah, all that kind of stuff, um, which is fine. The real stuff starts in like in a week or something like that. Mm. Did you use the whole joke of uh, validation? No, I mean, do you val uh, like I parked? In, do you? no, no, good. No, also, no nobody it's, make that joke. No, also mine's all online anyway, oh. but. <laughs> No, but I've actually also never heard someone do that. Because it's, it's a dad joke for dads. I, I do those sometimes. <laughs> so here's the trick. Not like Cable does. No, this is true. I do so many dad jokes mm. because I'm around children 40 hours a week. Um, That's true. I mean my coworkers. No, no, I... <laughs> 
Oh. How, how am I? How am I trying to say this? Oh. You make da- you make a lot of dad jokes because you hang out with a lot of young people. Uh huh. They don't want it either. Yeah, I know. But that's that, that's, that's the, the whole fun. thing. Okay. Okay. Cool. Good. Uh, now I'm now I'm clear. Yeah. On, on what it's the... not because they want the dad jokes that they're going to get it. They're going to get it. And then we just get your runoff torture. No, no you get some of my best material. <laughs> I thought it was pretty you good. You also get some of my worst material. <laughs> it, it, here's the other thing that the the first therapist that I had um, during our first session, I very clearly am like, "Hi, I'm going to make a lot of jokes. I'm going to joke about this, and I'm going to joke about this, and every single one of these jokes is to avoid talking about whatever it is you're trying to get me to talk about." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I I spent my first session going i am smart enough to know that every single here are every single one of my coping mechanisms here are all the things that i'm going to do to avoid talking about this Mm -hmm. and here's all of this so all of that like plus you're gonna find like three or four other things that i do that i'm not telling you that i do so that she's like all right Let's go. I yeah. can't decide if I think that's monstrous or super helpful. Like, like from her perspective, uh, I or just di- like as as an outside person. I did it, and I, 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 I did it because I'm like I know I'm going to try and sabotage this. This is how I'm going to do it. Mm. Don't let me get away with this. Mm. Okay, so you did it to help her. Yes. Not just in this yeah, sort of what... a glib asshole kind of way. No, God, no, no. I didn't do it to to make a challenge. It's like I'm going to do these things. When I do that, I'm probably doing this. Heads up yeah. so you can catch me on it. Yes. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, I don't like telling people what my, like, I don't, I don't normally go to people and go, hi, this is kryptonite. It can kill me. Because I, I don't do that. What is that like to not just tell everybody all your business, even though they probably don't need to know? Uh, I tell them a lot of my business. They just don't get any of it that is actually real. Yeah, I tell people a lot of my business, but I don't give them my soft targets. Okay. No, that's fine. That makes sense. (laughs) Yeah. Like, you two know more than most. Such power. (laughs) Merrick knows, I think, almost all of them. Yeah. Even if you didn't tell her. Yes, because she's smarter than I am. <laughs> also, you've, you know, had a life together for a goodly number of years. It's been a you, while you now. Figure that, you figure that shit out. It, it, yeah, it's been over 15 years. Yeah. Um, yeah, 2009. Yeah, that tracks. <laughs> Does it? Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I think we're, we're wrapping up the show. I'm like, I don't know where else to go. Yeah. Um, home. Home. I'm going to get home. some, I might get some fried chicken on the way home because it just sounds really good. Fried that's, chicken that's, that's is, is really good. good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, like, uh, folks, like we said at the top of the show, we want to do some new things this year. Um, we still may do some things that are, are different and we'll let people know what we're doing. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, if you want to hear things from us, if they like, you want to hear more of one thing and less of another thing, let us know. Right. Like, 
And especially if you have like local creators. I, I know we talked about getting back to like the show, some of its earlier roots, even like the old Blogspot site was to like highlight a lot of local creators. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that got really well in the city as a whole. But I feel like in the last few years, that's that focus has gone away again. Kind of thing. Yeah. So, yeah, that's it. Yeah. So, yeah, throw us throw us your suggestions if you have any. Yeah, that'd be cool. And don't give us, like, dumb shit. You know who you are. Um, don't give us, like, bring back fun with race. Like, that's not ever going to happen. No. So stop it. Um, not that anything was wrong with it, although Keelan and I did realize that eventually you were just sending us questions because you wanted to say slurs. Yes. We figured that out. Um, <laughs> who is someone that you want to interview this year? This question is for both of you. Oh, oh man. Rude. You know, I have, I, don't... A, I have a couple. Like, I feel like I have interviewed almost everyone from the Kevin Smith universe except Kevin Smith. Mm. Okay. Like, on a show, I interviewed Muse. We've interviewed Mosier. Like, we've Brian O'Halloran. But I've never landed the Kevin Smith interview. Okay. Mm. That would be cool. And apparently he's easy to just like reach out to him and if he finds time, he'll do it. Yeah. Um I don't know. Yeah, that that's definitely one of them. Um Yeah. I got nothing. In term for interviews? Nah, I don't know. Really? Sorry. Yeah. I, I just like nothing comes to mind. You've put me on the spot. Yes, I have. Yes. My and my and my brain is a sieve. That that's uh, the whole point. There are things that you love. Yeah, but but you've asked me, so now there's just, just, a, just a blank sure. chalkboard. Does not compute. Um, gotcha. But I, I do want to like refocus on local uh, local creators and yeah. local places for sure. Uh, when we say local creators, what do we mean by creators? Uh, if we you know if we find any new comics that we're really into, uh, but also. When I say creators, I, I, I do also mean like makers, uh, yeah. artists outside of comics, brewers, uh, you know, like we should probably have Mika on uh, sometime soon because she's been doing a lot of really cool, yeah. uh, bigger projects than ever before. Mm-hmm. Um, and it would be nice to, to platform that and, and, you know, check in with her. Yeah, that would be cool. Uh, so like that, that kind of creators. Yeah, fire call. Yeah, Tawny Newsom would for... be great. She'd be super fun to interview. Yes, that I'm, would be. I'm assuming she'd be a fun interview. You know. Um, um, Trek is on my list. Uh, Tawny Newsom would be one of them. Yeah, I mean, I feel sure. like, but like, I feel like I would want to get like some of the writers now, like Terry Metalis. I would love to have him on to interview. Mm. Um, Anson Mount. Yeah, Anson Mount would be great. We can talk about pottery. That would be cool, actually. <laughs> be like, hey, I'm a big Trek fan, but like, I also throw clay. Do you want to talk about? We can bring up Trek, but do you want to talk about? Because mm-hmm. sometimes I will, when he goes on Instagram Live, I'll just watch it. It's very calming, and he gets into it too. Pottery he, is super soothing. But he'll talk about like I'm trying a new glaze out, and he's like, I know this only makes sense to like five percent of you, but. The 5% of you that get this are going to be really interested in what I'm trying here. <laughs> kind of stuff. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. But yeah, something to feel inspired again, too. We were, That's part of it. Well, we were talking earlier about like how, how weird Portland has gotten and, you know, pandemic stuff. And I feel like 
there's a lot of potential in the city right now, especially when it comes to like small business in the creative and the nerdy industry like we've got tpk now mm-hmm. and uh steve coker is about to open up battlegrounds oh, yeah. and i want us to be talking to those people too mm-hmm. yeah and just yeah, you know again, sure. like uh, highlighting this city that we that we love so much and and live in and they like one of the things that other podcasts don't have is is that they're from this town and with listeners from this town and you know you know keeping that connective tissue active is something that i would like us to to refocus on yeah no that would be great and i know we talked about that and yeah well this might be a good spot to wrap up for the for the evening great Great. well thanks everybody for tuning in and we're gonna make this year it should be good it should be good times uh i am arondarain i am pinarita and i am cable hashitani and we will talk to everybody next week Bye-bye. Watch out for snakes. Oh. I always forget I have to do a second window so I don't get a good freeze frame. Uh. (laughs) Ah.